This is the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 252. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. Uh, can you believe it's been 252 episodes plus no. a couple specials? It's crazy. It's really crazy. And, uh, uh, and three clip shows. <laughs> and Ian is with us. I don't know if I'd be cruel enough to make Brian have to do a clip show. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Mr. Wynum Dynum 69, I'm going to show him to the door. The dumbass himself. I'm in a glass case of emotion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means. Oh, yes, you do, Brian. You you know, you know more than anybody. <laughs> well, you know, dumbass, those who live in a glass case of emotion should not throw mental stones. Mental stones. Or kidney stones, for that now, matter. Now, uh, you guys forgot or to mention stones. those uh, private After Dark episodes uh, that we do <laughs> for our special things. Right, yes. <laughs> Patreon only, right? <laughs> you're, you're talking about the uh, you're talking about the detective show um, Amateur Skeptics Nights. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we let Ian hawk his shit, or do we want to hawk it for him? You know, it's always Go better when it. we hawk it I for him. <laughs> yeah, we do that all the time when he doesn't show up. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, 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 but of course, when you don't show up, the you know the places we go with your stuff. I mean, if you were writing the things that that we have hawked for you, I think that you might be able to make some money in a certain market. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a oh, limited market. There's a lot of money in that market, but <laughs> I regretfully have not figured that out how to write in that yet. But what I have written as a day at Jordan Mines place, and once more. Um, I'm pointing out that it is available on audiobook now, which means Brian has finally had the chance to experience it. I have. So, um, it's doing real well. It's also on all the other audiobooks, which is good. I is might actually start hearing, making real money. Is anybody else hearing Ian sound auto-tuned? He, he does sound like he's Cyloning. Yeah. Hmm. That's not good. I don't hear it. Anyway, Georgia Oman is available on Audible. Yeah. And actually, I, I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And the, the, the reader is good. The thing about that I look for in a reader is that is number one, can you tell that there are different characters by the voices that they use, and are they consistent with the voices that they use? And and that was good here. So you you knew when you heard the person talking, you you know who who was speaking because it wasn't one flat monotone you know reading of the book. It, it the different characters you know had had different voices, and the women's voices were good as well as the men's voices. And sometimes you get readers who they, they, they can do men, but they can't do women, or they can do women and they can't do men. And, and they don't have to necessarily sound like them, but you know they have to. But they have to be different enough that so that you can tell that when it's a woman speaking versus a man. And and right. and that was and that was one of the things that I I, I, I at least for me um, I was able to follow, and I knew whether it was a man speaking or a woman speaking, and who the character was and stuff like that. Um, so yeah. I, I, I felt like that was pretty good. Of narrating. I've done a little bit of narrowing myself, and uh, as a guide, it is harder to do the women's voices, like especially like to get a variety of. I, I was yeah. a little disappointed in the uh, in the racist caricatures and the accents. I actually uh, haven't. I haven't listened to yeah. it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I will make sure to pass that on to Alistair. Yeah, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed okay. the reading of it, and I enjoyed the story. And uh, and I was and I was and as for me, watching my characters come to life was was pretty neat and pretty satisfying. So I really enjoyed the story, um, from my point of view. Cool. And someday when they uh, make me into a millionaire and I'm as famous as Rowling's, I will mention your name every so often. Okay, great. Thanks. <laughs> Just name drop once in a while. All right. Well, dumbass, what time is it? 
it's time for mine and Ian's masturbation moment brought to you by my media empire. <laughs> Jesus, get a fucking chat room. <laughs> the Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment Brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire The Dumbass Media Empire Bringing you content that touches people While they touch themselves Oh man okay. Sex during COVID? Can we still have sex? Well, um, why does it say public uh, health emergency? Sex during COVID. Dur- sex during COVID. I've had lots of sex during COVID. Oh, do you mean with other people? No, we don't mean with other what? people. That's exactly <laughs> the point. That, that, that's one of the things I loved about this article is the first thing it says is um, sex with yourself is safe sex. So feel free to masturbate. That's actually the first thing they say. In, I am. This, I'm not so. actually always sure where I've been. <laughs> <laughs> And understand, this is the official CDC's recommendations for us. The first thing is it though? This, this, is, is, this is COVID, uh, um, coronavirus.dc.gov. Are you sure this is the official CDC? It's the. I'm 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 unclear. It's a .gov, but I'm unclear exactly who put this out. District of Columbia. The least from the District of Columbia. Right. So it's not. So it's not necessarily the official CDC. It's. It's the health department from the District of Columbia. Are you are you telling us that everything that's coming out of the District of Columbia is trustworthy right now? Well, there's a difference between the District of Columbia and and then our and, and then the Senate and the House representatives, right? Because there's the kind of city uh, of District of Columbia, no. who every time they try to make well, and now there's the state. Well, District of Columbia isn't a state. That's that's the whole I thing. Think they just, I think they just passed it as a state. Um, the, well, the Senate uh, did, or no, the House did. The House did, but the Senate, Senate never will. Okay. The Senate, the Senate's not going to do it. Not, not this Senate yeah, okay. anyway. They, they enjoy too much fucking with every decision that they try to make. Yeah. It gets brought up every so often. Attempts in the past have always been um, stopped by the um, Republicans. But, so, um, I, I like that. Oh, uh, go on. <laughs> so anyway, so this is from... I, I, Brian corrected me from the RCC um, government um, coronavirus response. Um, but yeah, the, the first thing they say is you are your safest sex partner. Then uh, wash your hands or any sex toys with soap and water for tw- at least 20 seconds before and after. But that's just and, good advice. Okay, that's okay, just plain okay, good I, advice. I, lo- I love this one because I'm imagining some woman washing a dildo. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> <laughs> she could be missing, she could be using Mississippi's. And then the third tip is if you live with a partner, check in first and make sure you're both feeling well before sex. Think would be a regular thing. I, and that, that's that's kind of you know, the other partner's not feeling well, typically you don't yeah. proceed well, in, yeah, in a modern uh, marriage. Well, all three things. All three of these tips are even good outside of a pandemic. And sometimes you just need the tip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, then it gets into the being careful and talks about um, basically don't consider kissing anyone you do not know. <laughs> it talks about rimming. Oh, there's um, little, there goes my Friday. <laughs> uh, does that rule out a HC? HC? Is a human centipede not allowed during? Oh. oh. 
Yeah, I'm, I, well, I'm guessing not because it does talk about the virus being found in feces, so you should not be doing any mouth to butt anus. That's not a... I mean, um, um, so. if, if you're if you're sewed there, I, I assume you only have to worry about the guy up front. I, I'm sorry, Ian. Well, could, I mean, yeah. I, I think it's probably well, safe. If, probably, uh, it's probably safe if it's only the last person in the centipede. Uh, uh, Ian, can can you can you please refer to that as ATM, please? Ask the mouth. <laughs> no, ah. no, because I, I get money out of those. Condensed dams may reduce contact with saliva or feces during oral and anal sex. So obviously, if you're going to do the human centipede thing, they're recommending dental dams. You can't. You, it doesn't, that's, it's just not an option. You better just skip That's those. what they're recommending. Just skip it. Okay. You just have to skip it. Yeah. Hey, it kind of it seems to me that like, uh, if, you're, if you're going to have sex, you just, just got to make sure it's with, uh, like, you know, you got to limit it and make sure, like, just um, you increase uh, your bubble of who you're allowed to be uh, close with by one person. I mean, like, uh, I guess you've, all, you've uh, there's nothing that you can do that is completely risk free. You just gotta weigh yeah. the, uh, uh, the what the, the risks, risks are and everything. I, yeah. I do. I just take, and, I take issue with this because if if we're gonna skip kissing, then we might as well skip anything that's a potential fluid, right? So at that point, well, it, you, it doesn't say. It doesn't say to not kiss. It just says consider not kissing anyone you don't know. Well, and that's the same with rimming. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. if we give the uh, same I'm, advice, I'm concerned about the whole, you know, one step from kissing to rimming. <laughs> I, feel, I feel it sets <laughs> a bad precedent. It is interesting that it doesn't um, say don't don't perform rimming on anyone you don't know. It just generalizes rimming. Right. It's like it's like we're out <laughs> rimming everybody. We're not all dumbass. <laughs> Use a condom. Use dental dams. I mean, th- those are always good things with somebody you don't know. It has nothing to do with coronavirus. Yeah. Right? That's just well, good that's advice. The thing. Most of the advice okay. given there is just common sense no matter what. Well, now, hold on a second. Hold on. The fourth item under be careful, um, do not engage in sexual activity with anyone experiencing any of the symptoms of COVID-19, fever, cough, shortness of breath. But what if you're doing asphyxia? Is, is, that, is that considered a symptom? I'm just asking. I don't know. Is COVID, can you find I, COVID? I, I, I would think the symptoms would have to be presented before you start the action. And considering that, you know, part of the action might have those symptoms due to the action of what you're doing. Because shortness of breath is not necessarily unheard of um, with sexual activity in general as it is. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to go with if the symptoms are pre- obvious beforehand, you probably should be careful. I think that's probably a reasonable assumption. Once more, if you are ever thinking of having sexual relations with a person that's showing a fever or a real nasty cough beforehand, you might think twice anyways. Right. What if it's only, you know, a Saturday night fever? <sighs> but yeah, so that, that's one thing. That, you know, I, I, I like the basics of this, but it's all just good advice anytime dealing with sex um, on the whole, you know? I'm just saying it depends on the. But don't we? Don't we have to? Well, where, where else? Where are you supposed to have sex? But on the whole, here's the thing: if, <laughs> if people are self quarantining, right before before dates and stuff like that, I mean that, that that's about the that's about the best you're going to real, realistically be able to do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But and, you know, if you're if you're if you're thinking about having if you're thinking about having sex and you're quarantining yourself for 14 days beforehand, I, I'm just saying. 2020 has killed the word spontaneity. And and maybe, but maybe that's okay. Maybe it's okay if it's better planned out. 
so that we so that we know we don't have STDs and we know we don't have COVID. And 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 and, and maybe I that's mean, just maybe, gonna make maybe the extra the extra thrill of uh, possibly getting COVID might uh, might uh, get some people off. That maybe I mean uh, maybe it would be worth it to them. <laughs> Boy, I, I don't know. It's not that's not uh, it's not on my list. <laughs> I, dumbass, I've got a I've got a challenge for you this week. Oh, search right, the internet, on. search the dark web if necessary. See if you can find a Rona fetish site. Rona. Oh, oh Corona yeah. fetish. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. See if you can find any people. See if you can find that community out there who's who's turned on by the thrill of possibly getting coronavirus. Because they're out there. They probably are. Real thirty four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if people are if people are going to parties to get infected, I'm sure there's some of them for sexual reasons. All right, but uh, but if I find uh, porn of somebody humping somebody uh, on a ventilator, I'm just uh, I'm shutting down the internet. Okay, I think that's reasonable. I think you should shut down the internet for cleaning at that point. Wait, also, hold on. Rule rule thirty four. That's war is good for business. <laughs> according to the according according to the, the, the rules, the of, rules acquisition, of acquisition. Yeah, rules of, exactly yeah. the rules of acquisition. That's war is oh, good yeah, for yeah, business. I don't know where you were going that way. <laughs> I was trying to remember if that was one of the the Gibbs rules from NCIS. <laughs> oh no, I I don't have that list. I have the rules I of think, acquisition. I think rule thirty four is two people on a keyboard always type faster. <laughs> oh <laughs> no, <laughs> gee that man bring up the reason I had to stop watching the show. That's... Yeah, I know. I, found, <laughs> I I know your original wound, and I have to I have Poke to force from time to time. You guys know what rule thirty one is? Uh, are we talking Ferengi again? Or yeah. Okay, what is rule thirty? Never make fun of her of a Ferengi's mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good advice. That, that is good advice. But rule thirty four is war is good for business. <laughs> yeah. Sounds right for the Ferengi. <laughs> I, I okay. I, I I thought I thought the rule was war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Not in a Ferengi book. All right. Moving well, on. Uh, our uh, number twenty four oh. is when wearing a baseball cap, a bro may position the. Brim at either twelve or six o'clock. That's twenty-four. Uh, that's the bro code. The bro yeah. code. Okay. Number thirty-four. So I'm not your mother. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. So where does this whole thing with the cap being put at like ten o'clock come from? Because they make caps you put the, the where the brim is automatically at ten. It says o'clock. Uh, all other angles are reserved for wrappers and the handicap. Okay. That's in that's in the bro code. Yep. Okay. Hey Canadians, thank you for this story. Do glory holes really prevent the spread of COVID-19? So this originated, uh, my understanding is with the BC CDC, so the British Columbia Centers for Disease Control, and they have put out a list of um, uh, sex advice for, you know, during the COVID age, much like what we recently saw. And uh, and then the, they, they, of course, have masturbating, right? And virtual sex. You got to be careful of virtual sex because if somebody's recording that shit, that, you know that I don't know that that, that does make Depends me a little on nervous. What you mean by virtual sex? Like if there's video or something. Video yeah. dating, phone chats, sexting, uh, online chat rooms, and group cams. So group, so so group fucking. Virtually, uh, somebody's recording that. Chances are you're going to get an email asking you to give them three hundred dollars. <laughs> Same one you got, and you weren't even yeah. doing it. I know. Um, well, we don't know if I. Yeah, would. I got that one. I'm not doing. Have I, have I mentioned on the show that I got uh, that email? Oh no, I think you did. I, th- I think both you and Matt got it, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I definitely did, and I think I think I remember him mentioning it too. Okay, yeah. 
Um, having sex with a partner. It says having having one or or few one or a few regular sex partners can help lower the chances of being expo- exposed to COVID nineteen. So so essentially, a group of people that are having sex with each other, I suppose, or or I mean, that, you that or that monogamous. With, I mean, yeah, with uh, common sense advice to limit the amount of people that uh, you're close and intimate with. It's a little less restrictive than what the District of Columbia is suggesting, but. I, I think I mean it, limiting your sex partners also also protects you from STDs, right? I mean yeah. that's the the problem with the thing with the with the glory hole though is that that uh, they did find the coronavirus in semen. Well, that's what I was gonna in yeah China in China. So that so that, that's that's the whole thing. So is it is it really gonna protect you? No, it's not, and and it's probably a risky behavior. For for both coronavirus and for other reasons as well, right? I mean, it's but but once again, you know, we go back to talking about that that whole thrill thing, um, and I think that there yeah. is a certain amount of thrill um, because you know when you go, step up at that glory hole, you you don't know who's on the other side of that. You don't know what guy is over there, and it's, <laughs> and it's always a guy. Come you, on, you're talking from experience, Brian. No, whoa. Well, which side do you think I was on? <laughs> Oh, I bet you were being on both sides, Brian. <laughs> so yeah, so here, I mean, yeah, the only time there's a woman on the other side is when they're making a, you know, making a video. Otherwise, I just assume it's a guy, and you can usually tell by the mustache. <laughs> you know, um, it, it, it's funny because I, I think like uh, um, all over the place, like I've seen like conflicting guidelines and stuff put out, put out by different health units and stuff. I there. I think there's a problem coordinating exactly uh, what we think the best uh, advice is for people a lot of the time. Sure. I, I just think that there is a risk still of um, with, the, with the glory hole uh, of getting COVID, right? It's, it, I don't yeah. think it, I mean, I, I don't think it's a safe behavior. I mean, may, and maybe for the male it is, but for the person on the other side, um, it, it's not. Right. And, and we don't know for sure it's sexually transmitted, but. Like Max said, we have found it in semen, so that there is a potential. But is there enough in there to get somebody the virus? We don't know. Well, and is there enough, if the semen goes into the stomach, is that virus going to actually infect the person's body? Because we don't know if, uh, you know, basically, if the stomach is a transmissible site. We know the lungs are. You know, I, I know that some, actually... people, some people who get COVID uh, just have, like, uh, intestinal uh, discomfort and stuff. So, like. Uh, maybe uh, it's more likely to cause that if it goes through the stomach. We really, we there's a lot of shit we don't, we still don't know about it. You know, so that's one of the here's where here's this. where this comes from. So in in from the British Columbia site, use use barriers like walls, i.e., glory holes that uh, um, that allow for sexual contact but prevent close face to face contact. It is going to do that, you know, but yeah, or you know, just uh, doggy style. Well, that's what I, I said pile driver. <laughs> Your heads are on both sides that way. Um, but I, I just, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I just, I take issue with it. <laughs> I take issue with it. I think it's funny that it's there, but I take issue with it because I'm not sure that it's actually, that it's actually going to a safe, you know, practice. Right. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, other guidelines, you know, not, not as funny, but stuff uh, that just caused me to pause and scratch my head. I, I saw one. I for I forget which health unit or whatever this came from. What that said, like in addition to uh, all other things, wearing a mask and stuff, that you should make special make specially sure 
Uh, not just to wash your hands after you get home, but wash your hands after you even touch your mask to take it off. Or whatever. yeah, I think I think yeah, because you could have, you could be on the outside of the mask, so you want to wash your hands before you touch your face. Yeah. But you know, if it's on the outside of your mask, it's probably on the outside of your clothes too. So burn them while you're wearing them. <laughs> well, and you know, it's very important to remember you don't take off the mask if you're in the presence of any other living being, because this is the way. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, to wear these masks. When you're out with people, it's hard. I, 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 I'm, I'm just limiting the the people that I expose myself to. It is, is yeah. the is in, in, and then I'm wearing masks all the other times. I have a, I have a couple of coworkers. We work pretty closely together. It, it it's you likely know, that you know, got, if you're wearing the mask and you've got a trench coat, it seems to me that would actually make it safer to expose yourself. <laughs> Not <to> my coworkers. <laughs> well, that's what the mask is for, isn't it? <laughs> Just for God's sake, Brian, don't worry. <laughs> uh, or well, what if I'm? What if it's hanging out? Never mind. I gotta show him my ID. I was just showing him my ID. Ah, <laughs> uh, use condoms, lubricants, dental dams. I mean, for the most part, it's all pretty good advice. But I yeah, mean, and use a condom. I mean, they, it's almost verbatim about you know from what from what it said on the previous previous article. You are your safest sex partner. Yeah. Being single is so tough right now. I mean, I, I can't. I, 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 I don't. I'm not out dating right now, right? Because, because I, I have a partner. Yeah. Speaking of partners, hi, Mad Cat. Snuck right in. Didn't think we'd see you. Sounds like he's having trouble with her uh, <laughs> sound she, again. Yep, uh, maybe. All right. Anyway, dumbass found the perfect thing from the naked gun, <laughs> which is with their practicing safe sex, full body condoms. How the heck do they breathe in those things? I can you imagine that scene doing that scene? That must have been so uncomfortable. How were they? Uh, they, must they, must have, have, they must have put some holes holes in that item. Oh yeah, they have to, right? I mean, otherwise, you, you should you should like uh, yeah, a few seconds clip. You can do that, right? That's fair. That's fair. Use a few seconds clip of uh, I'm into something good as we to switch between uh, <laughs> uh, segments today. I might be able to. Yeah, I think I get. That's probably fair use, right? But yeah, that is hilarious. That scene. And it's one of the first things that I thought of when we started the, talking about all this stuff. Yeah, that, that's funny. All right, Mad Cat, can we, do we got you? Nope. Okay, so, uh, hey, Mac, let's talk about giant penguins. Mac? Oh, he's probably, he's, he must be taking care of a bird. Okay, do you want to talk about child trafficking? Where's child trafficking? Is that you? Where do you uh, got? Oh, yeah. I skipped, I what skipped the, the whole, what, what the fuck? Okay. Yeah, let's, let's yeah. I'm sorry, let's do it. I was, I was trying to. Sure. Move. I was trying to spread it around and let some other people's stories go, but let's go ahead and do it. So the article I have is kooky conspiracy theories are distracting from the very real issue of child trafficking. Um, you know, you had a couple years ago the whole Pizzagate thing, which was absurdly obnoxious. You one of the things I keep seeing nowadays is the way a lot of conservatives like to change the subject is just say, well, none of that matters because we need to focus on all the Democrats and Hollywood elites that are participating in the child pornography and pedophilia um, smuggling that's going on all over. And they really just put all this stuff into it. But most of all that talk is coming from the um, Q- QAnon, however it's pronounced. QAnon. QAnon. Yeah. yeah. It's coming from that side of things. And that is a group that basically is creating these conspiracies just for political reasons. QAnon still and thinks that uh, fact- that we have a black president. <laughs> they haven't moved on yet. <laughs> yeah. But one of the big things is all of that bullshit that they're creating and putting out there actually 
takes away from the real child trafficking that's going on. Because no one's denying that this is happening. It just isn't the conspiracy stuff where um It isn't the it isn't the, the um, it isn't the Obamas and it wait, and it isn't the Clintons that are doing it. Yeah. And it isn't the Wayfair home products that um have overpriced items that um oh if you order that item you can you're actually buying a child. They're actually claiming that because there were miscoded items. You'd find some absurd, you know, I, I forget what it is like, but like a dresser that was like thousands of dollars. And it's like, no, that's a cheap dresser. And the, the, the conspiracy theory said, oh, well, what you're doing is you're ordering sex with a child. And yeah, you, well, you, you know what? You know how you prove that? You order the fucking thing, uh, you, you get the child to show up, and you call the cops. Yeah. But it would be too easy and too rational. <laughs> also, it would be I, really so stupid much, for, for them to do it that way, right? Because yeah. you don't know who's going to order. Yeah. But the, the amount of conspiracies like that that are looking at all sorts of weird ideas distracts from the actual problems. And it also takes away the focus. If you really care about um, the child trafficking, okay, great. I'm all for it. Let's look into what we can do. But following up on all this um, conspiracy stuff, doesn't help anyone it doesn't stop it at all because it's and you know, not and you focusing know like on... it, yeah the other thing is it gives a misleading impression about how uh child trafficking happens like people get the impression that uh there are there are just uh, evil men just abducting kids at random out there yeah and uh, actually I've, I've read a few articles talking about how a child trafficking quite often happens through the family yeah. um I there's mean, a whole way that if they've got a debt or if they've got if they need money to money to make um money to make payments or you know payments on the land or buy food or whatever yeah they might they might uh put one of their kids in in service as a maid which ends up being child trafficking so yeah it does happen in yeah well no actually I, this article was talking about a woman who had gone through it and there was a whole underground thing with um how how she would like go to a um, mall with her father. Her father would have her go into um, the dressing room. He'd make the contact. Switch the, the buyer would, I guess, give him the money or whatever. He would then knock on the dressing room door and pretend that was his daughter, and the two of them would walk off and engage. And you know, it it was that it was set up that way. It wasn't this obscurely out in the open where anyone could do it. It was already preset. They knew the system, and you know that that's where the real problems are. Is that that's how it's set up. It's not um, what the um, Kranon wants us to think. Well, and you know the uh, the conspiracy theories they don't take the focus away from what they want to focus on. Here's the thing: they want to they want to focus on there's pedophilia because Democrats are doing it. Are we yeah. sure? But I don't think that that QAnon are, are good faith actors. I think that they know that this shit is 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 spreading fud. Yeah. Sure. Well, the Pizzagate thing never made any sense. There's nothing at all. That was bizarrely well, linking no, no, things that had nothing to do with each other. Hold on. If I remember Pizzagate correctly, it was all taking place in the basement of a pizza restaurant where there was no basement. Right. That right. <laughs> well, but that, and that was... if there had been a basement... Well, where, where there's not supposed to be a basement, and there's no records of a basement. Right. But, I mean, uh, there there never was. And and who was it? And, oh, God, it's, it's that guy... Oh man, who is that nutcase that spreads this shit? Oh, I can't remember his uh, name. Rebart? No, the one that specifically the the piece of gate who you we could link back to, not Breitbart, but um God, he's is in it Texas. Fucker and, Carlson? 
No, the guy who he's he, he's divorced from his wife, and his wife was suing him. And basically, what the the question, the whole question of whether or not he was playing a character, Alex. All oh, right, that guy, Alex. Oh, Alex uh, Jones. Alex who? Bones. No. Um. Oh. Is it man. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, right? Jones. Did you say Jones or Bones? It's not like he said Bones oh, to said me. Bones. I said Jones. I it's said Jones. Bones. Okay, it's Alex Jones, and and he was the one what behind. He was the one behind Pizzagate. Charles to be to be fair. Well, and he'd probably yeah, spread no, his he, stuff too. Alex Jones was what's the Pizzagate one. Yeah, but and that's one of the problems. This whole super white wing group that wants to create and spread these rumors because that's how they're attacking the left. And it's like that doesn't help you. That actually hurts the real issues because that's getting people but looking in the wrong direction. It, it they don't up their care base. about the real issues because the real issues don't happen to you know, pretty well-off white girls, the real issues happen to brown and poor children that nobody in that particular strata cares about. So they don't care about the issue. Well, and Alex they Jones doesn't care the, either. They care about, huh? Alex Jones doesn't care if it's real either because he spouts this shit and the, and the people that are listening to his show, it riles them up and he makes more money. Yeah. Yeah. And, you for. know, it's it's more fun to listen to the conspiracy than it is to fact check. Well, yeah. and it's that special but, information type of thing, right? Where they know something that everybody else is, you know, being, you know, covered everybody up. Everybody else is too stupid to understand because only the smart people understand the conspiracies. And then they look for some really, um, you know, they look for it everywhere. And um, the next article I put up here is I'm finding it in... An odd place. So the claim is by these same people that a troll doll um, from the movie Trolls 2 was created to promote um, sex in kids. The doll itself has a button on its posterior where if you sit it down, it makes sound. I'll, I'm not going to say it doesn't come off as slightly inappropriate, but I, I've seen enough toys that were made where they, whoever was doing the final approval of it didn't think things through and things were put in, uh, you know, odd yeah. places. And the, the, But one of the funniest things, if, if you read through this, one of the complaints that I thought was like, okay, you not enjoy it, was um, they were they're teaching kids that they might enjoy from being down there. I'm just like, you know, okay. And, and that is another one that, that completely skips the real issue, which is that the movie Trolls 2 was made. <laughs> let's, not re- let's not forget Rule 62. The riskier, the riskier the road, the greater the profit. Uh, this is one of those things where yeah. a mistake was made that really I don't see how it was sexual. If you hunt down, you can actually find videos of the actual toy. So what was Sorry, I, I'm, I'm a little unclear. What was the thing that uh, the troll doll did that was considered uh, risque? Um, if, if you sit, the, the idea was the buttons on the, the posture, the butt, and it's, it, the idea is if you sit it down, It'll go ooh or something like that. It'll make sense. I guess sounds from the movie. Nah. Um, no, that 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 isn't quite as uh, as bad as that time that they made that Harry Potter broom that vibrates. <laughs> so, the, some of these conspiracies: o- Oprah Winfrey, Tom Hanks, Ellen DeGeneres, and the Hollywood elites have been arrested. That um, and the pandemic is all a distraction to cover up the crackdown on these celebrities. Yeah, <sighs> model. Ellen DeGeneres, just because she's gay? Is that the... the I don't uh, know. Well, why Tom yeah. Hanks? Tom Hanks has done nothing. Yeah. It, well, it, it doesn't... It wants big names. Well, Tom Hanks, did, for. Tom Hanks did catch Coronavirus. The, yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. 
he disappeared for a while. So it's easy to say, oh, well, you know, he didn't actually catch the virus. He was arrested and he was in jail. Well, there you go. That's and, a, yeah. And, and we his, know his high priced Hollywood lawyer got him out. And we know there's some mess up stuff in Hollywood. We have um, Corey Feldman, right? I always yeah. get the two Corey's. Um, he, he has come out openly and been saying of what he went through. And I believe him completely. But that yeah. doesn't mean all of Hollywood's involved in it. Just like I don't believe um, all of Hollywood was involved in the Harry Weinstein stuff. There are people oh, out sure. there who use their power to perform, to, to push people into um, sexual positions, and it's messed up. It shouldn't happen. But that doesn't mean all of Hollywood does it. And if, if they get the same logic, it's like, okay, well, you are where we've caught conservative Republicans doing that kind of stuff. So does that mean all conservative Republicans are doing And I guarantee you they will find justifications to, oh, no, 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 that's just a one-off thing. We can't take that guy as being representative ever. How about this? Like, yeah, but they're awfully quick to, to turn on their own when something like that happens. So. Model and wife of John Legend, Christy Teigen, is a pedophile because she tweets a whole bunch about pizza and because she is a uh, – sardonic she has a sardonic sense of humor about sexuality of little kids on shows toddler and tiaras yeah, it's basically oh, was yeah. uh, oh, I, I never watched oh, okay. it, but it was um the, the kitty beauty pageant here here's another one and but you know what though they do sexualize the kids in those beauty pageants yeah they do yeah, yeah. i mean that and it's it's well, really it's creepy as fuck have you got um, yeah but you can have a sense of humor about that. I very much understand having kind of a warped sense of humor. Well, Little Miss making, Sunshine did. Did you know. see Little Miss Sunshine? Yeah. <laughs> they kind well, of take I mean, that on head first. A, let's take a real world example and go with Jean Benet Ramsey. Jean Benet Ramsey, sure. Yeah. Yep. We still. Then, of course, going, to, don't know going down the list, Brian's going down. Okay. Um, yeah. One of the more messed up ones having children wear masks will make it easier for kids to be trafficked because. No one can see the expression on the kids' faces or identify them. Well, the Wayfair one is stupid, too. Wayfair, yes, the Home Goods product store, is yeah. ha- has a coded list of missing children being sold to uh, at exorbitant prices in a child trafficking scheme. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That's the one we started off I'm talking sorry, about. but Wayfair shipping is not that efficient. Oh, no. Well, that This is true. Uh yeah, I, I, I think I think we ordered two things from them, and, and they got fucked up both times. <laughs> but we did finally get our stuff. So if you need it quick, uh, skip it. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, in general, so many of the stuff they're coming up with, it's easy to fast, fact check, easy to break apart, and it's distracting. I mean, seriously, let, you know, you want to do what's right, okay. Look for where the real problems are. Um, learn the truth about it. Learn wh- wh- how it really happens, where it's going on, and the actual signs. Don't listen to the conspiracy nuts that are creating anything they can just to get people riled up. Right, but and it, that's what a lot of this but is. That's what it does. It gets them riled up, and Trump uses this shit, right? Yeah. I mean, and yeah. part of this, I mean, let's not forget rule number thirty-three. It never hurts to suck up to the boss. Yeah. Well, but on the other hand, you know, if if anything, what you and even have just proven is that you're part of the conspiracy because you said <laughs> not to listen to the conspiracy people. Yeah, exactly. That that's the whole thing. Every 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 evidence that we can give against a conspiracy works for the conspiracy, right? I mean, you know, me, I try to shave with Occam's razor, you know, at least weekly. But this is why you're so hairy. <laughs> um, it's it's so attractive to believe that a bunch of people 
are competent enough to come up with this incredible crafting of of um, of deceit that can you know fool most of the people except you know the really smart ones who believe in conspiracy theories. Ah, <laughs> uh, I know. And these things go on. I mean, the examples that they give in here go on and yeah. on and on. And and many of them, we you know, we get that we we finally get down to you know Obama and the Clintons, right? And 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 they package those two together, like like they're like like those two families are are you yeah. know are are this this powerhouse that is running everything. Yeah, well, all, apparently Obama's the one behind every political stuff going on right now with the Democrats. Well, for... there's there's a um, there's a site called the Clinton Body Count. Right, where they associate all these people that have died with the Clintons in some way, and like they did it, like they right. had something to do with it. I mean, it's crazy shit um, that that people I work for believe. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, yeah, so I mean, the like main... if there's anything that shows you how the right is so much crazier than the left, it's these kind of yeah. like you don't you don't see like uh, the same kind of conspiracies uh, that there are like uh, that uh, Trump and uh, the um, the Bushes are conspiring to. Uh, I don't know, fuck ducks, whatever. We don't have to make shit up about Trump. That's the that's the that's the <laughs> thing that kills me about him is that we don't have to make this shit up, right? I just saw yeah. I just saw a thing about Kamala Harris having an affair, right? And 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 you look at that when you go look Kamala. at the facts, he she dated a guy. That guy did appoint her to several things, but but he but you know he had been estranged from his wife from his wife for you know ten twenty years before they even dated. It's like well, there's no affair there. You know, and, the, the, and it's like, okay, so, but then we have Trump, who we basically know slept with a porn star and paid her off. Yeah. Right, but but, but who's going to get more flack? As far as Trump fucking ducks, though, you realize that he would have to have a detachable corkscrew penis. <laughs> yeah, you think I'm, not it, it's outside, uh, I'm not saying it's outside the realm of possibility, but... <laughs> But well, I, let's start, I look let's at start this... that rumor right here and now. Uh, I want I want everybody listening to this to spread the rumor that Trunk has a cork, <laughs> trunk, trunk, trunk has a corkscrew penis. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so uh, one of the reasons why I definitely wanted to put this in there is, uh, you know, a while back we talked about drowning and how the drowning you see in the movies is not real drowning. It, it looks a whole different thing, and it's the same thing with the child trafficking, the the the, the conspiracy um theory stuff that would be that's being fed out by these people. Is not how it's happening. Learn, yeah, that's the go Hollywood learn version. what it. Yeah, go learn what it really looks like. What's really going on? If you want to try and find it and stop it, because it is out there. I'm not denying that. No one's denying that. But it's not the way it's being presented, and it's not the way the conspiracy theorists are claiming it to be. And that's one of the biggest dangers that you could possibly have is not understanding the signs, thinking you do, and um, you know, looking for it everywhere where it's not. But that, yeah. that's a general. Um, destructive thing within the whole idea of conspiracy theories anyways is they teach you to look for stuff that's not there and ignore the reality that's going on around you right there's no yeah. there there instead of reality instead of instead of looking at people who are disadvantaged and vulnerable you look at you know uh trans people in the bathroom yeah and, and that's that's your that's your source of sex trafficking is people pretending to be trans to get in the girls' bath. Something that's never been documented once. No. Right. And and here's the thing is that when you look at all these other conspiracy theories, when when you try and connect that to tra- sex trafficking, you know, it, it, what's the motivation in the fucking first place? Uh, it's just that, uh, you know, liberals are morally bankrupt, right? So, uh, of course, uh, we would do things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And atheists eat babies. 
Well, no, it's you can you can trace it back to if 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 you get if you get this sex trafficking going on, not only do liberals get the fun of being involved in the sex trafficking uh, sex trafficking trade, you also have um, the ability to to take over more of the government in order to try to fight sex trafficking. See, it all connects. <laughs> you know, it it connects back to the uh, the very real you know the very real information that that Bill Clinton is actually a Tibetan trained by the Dalai Lama and you know given cosmetic surgery so that he could come over here and be the secret master of the United States. You knew about that, right? God, we better move on. Max going to get us all in trouble. Up. I made that shit up right there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Mac, you you can talk about giant penguins. I can talk about penguins. Madcat, are you even here? We see you, but I'm not, I haven't heard you. Yeah, I think uh, I think she's having trouble with uh-huh. her microphone or something. All right, so do we move all her stuff till next time? Th- yeah, probably yeah, a good idea. Probably, yeah. So um, I got a lot of, I'm going to give you a, a heads up warning. I've got a lot of shit on birds this evening. Yeah, and none was the other way around. Yeah, actually, all this week it's been George doing that on me, but here in this case. So um, North Canterbury is, I, I'm pretty sure this is in, I'm pretty sure North Canterbury is in New Zealand, isn't it? Because I thought that was what was in here. Um, but they found a, they found fossils of a penguin species that stands just a shade shorter than, say, average height woman. That's so, a large and potentially very very dangerous to human penguins. So 1.6 meters tall. So what is that in inches? 1.6 meters. So that's, I mean, that's going to be... A meter, is a, little over, a meter is over just over three feet. Yeah, so... So you're figuring right around five feet. So I'm, so I'm saying taller than Caitlin Okashi. Yep. Um, you're basically a little over, a little bit over five feet tall. That's a large and very muscular. Look yeah. at the beak on that thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, people don't realize that, um, you know, even a hummingbird, these tiny, cute little things that people love to to see hovering around their house, those fuckers fence with their beaks. They fight each other and they stab each other during mating season or, you know, out of spite. And they can stab you as well. Bird beaks are not anything to, to, to sneeze at. I mean, I bet, I bet if, uh, I bet if you, uh, if you, you could like film that and get people to bet on it, though. <laughs> I'm sure you could. Oh God! But uh, you know, this is also—they're finding these gigantic, gigantic bird species that have adapted to being smaller over time. Which means I'm guessing that prey changed enough that a smaller penguin turned out to be the better, better surviving penguin. But uh, you know, as I said, this one is this one was found in North Canterbury, which I believe is. Is that is, is is that a resource issue? You think? I, I'm. I, it would seem to make sense that it would be a resource issue. Yeah. So, did their food source go away for the larger penguin? Yeah. What was the food source for the larger penguin? Well, I don't know. That's what I was just wondering. Uh, I, I assume they just ate bigger fish, right? Because like penguins are designed uh, for the water. Yeah. I mean, looking at the looking at the the rendering of the fossils, it does not look like that would be a bird that would be highly effective on land. No, I, I'd no. imagine uh, you'd find the same thing with pretty much any species of penguin. Well, the, <coughs> the emperor penguin is about three feet tall, right? So this is two feet taller than an emperor penguin. 
Yeah. And and I assume that they eat some sort of fish. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to think, you know, if that if that if that's the reason I don't know if it was a resource issue because I mean, what out what out um what would out um, you know, I mean, usually if if a species if a larger species disappears and a smaller version of that species is still around, it usually is going to turn out to be a an issue of most commonly it's going to be because the bigger species wasn't able to compete. It wasn't able to feed itself. And if it was eating fish, then it must have needed a, a much larger amount of fish that it wasn't able to catch. Uh, the other possibility is that it was a, it was a, uh, I mean, it could have been, it could have been a hunting issue, but that seems less likely. It seems less likely that other animals would have hunted a species to extinction. And this was, mm-hmm. I, I think that this was prior to, uh, you know, we're talking, we just double check my time frame, but I think this is prior to the Paleocene. So, um, there are a lot of examples uh, throughout history of uh, animals that have had like um, a, uh, a larger version and a smaller version, and the larger version has died off too. Pretty common. So yeah, we, we saw that with Komodo dragons, right? There used to be a much larger Komodo dragon. They ate a pygmy elephant was their was their primary food source, and when the elephant went extinct, um, the shortly after that, the the larger um, Komodo dragon died off. Speaking of pygmies, yeah, we we even have a smaller version of our own species, don't we? That's that is true. Yeah, I think that 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 is that's finally settled science, right? Um, I didn't realize that there was some debate on that. Yeah, it comes back to the ankle bone, and they and they've gone back and forth on that several times. But I think that they finally decided that it was a uh, a pygmy human. But I mean, they, they, it it I don't know that that's settled science. Um, it might not be. Uh, anyway, the <clears throat> second article I put in here is there was a there was another bird in Japan that had a very similar bone structure to the New Zealand penguins. And those were, I got to get the word right here, plotopterids. And these, these birds did use flippers, flipper-like wings to swim also. So we're looking at something else that would have filled a similar niche in the environment, and it disappeared as well. I just got a message from Mad Cat. Uh, she confirmed she is having technical difficulty. Okay. Okay. So how many types of penguin are there? Oh, hell, there's a lot of different types of penguins. It's about, it's 19 or 20. I think I think that we're down to 19 living species. Do you know how many of those are Arctic? Most of them? Three. Most penguins are actually warm water penguins, warm, warm weather penguins. Really? Yeah, I was shocked by, the, by, by that as well. I always thought of penguins as, as being, you know, cold weather, but no, it's... Most of them are, are not. Most of them are, are actually warmer. You know, like there's Galapagos penguins, you know, and uh, that live in the Galapagos. And, I've heard of them. And they, I mean, most of them actually live in warmer climates, surprisingly. I knew about the Galapagos <clears throat> ones. What I, what I found out yesterday that I did not know was that owls have a rotatable finger or thumb. So they can, they can either be with, uh, they can either use their feet in the zygodactyl manner like parrots and woodpeckers, or the standard three in front, one in back. Hmm. So the Marconi, Macaroni, Macaroni penguin is 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 Macarini, is a is a Arctic penguin, the Emperor penguin, and the Gentoo penguin. The rest of them are living. Are the rest of them are like the African penguin, the Galapagos penguin? Um, are all warm? Penguin. What's that? 
<laughs> the dumbass penguin. The dumbass penguin. Well, that one's not on my list. Um, but the it's Pittsburgh it, penguin. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, this one's no, really... no, no. That 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 was just me wearing my pants around my ankles. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Uh, but yeah, but most penguins are actually warm weather, war, war, are warmer weather penguins. Hmm. There are very few Arctic penguins species. <laughs> there is a well, Antarctic. There is an Arctic species of bird called the great auk, but which which holds the same niche in the Arctic environment as penguins do, but they're not related. Hmm. But yeah, most of these species are are, are are warmer weather. Aren't there three Arctic penguins? Well, maybe maybe four, but well, I, I think a lot. You know, they, they range in temperatures, but the real cold ones. There's only there's only three. I know that there is uh, there is a there's a species that lives on an island off of it's either off of Australia or New Zealand, and I know about this because they I watched a movie about how they had to train dogs to protect those penguins. So, all right, we got time for one more story. What are we gonna do? Well, if we're doing only one more story, then we're almost at about an hour. I'm gonna go over. It's fine. Yeah. I guess I would have to go with the uh, the gone native story. So <clears throat> I did not know. I knew that there were a couple of different species. I knew that there were um, mitered. No, red red. I think it's no, it's not mitered conures. It's it's red capped conures um, living up in San Francisco. And I knew there were monk parakeets living in a few different places in the united in the united states <laughs> most places now right <clears throat> sorry aren't they aren't they like almost everywhere there's They're... a lot of different places it turns out according to this article um and the criteria that they use is they have to have 25 credible sightings in order to do, to consider them to be an established species in a location well here in texas i can confirm for you that that we have a uh, a lot of uh, of the uh, monk parakeets, or, or AKA Quakers, AKA yep. Quakers, and the, and they're a problem down here because you know they they nest on the power lines. Yep, they're very good at that, and they build large, elaborate nests, and they don't do it alone. They no. like to colony up and build big nests that will take those power lines down. Um, but it turns out that there are twenty three. 23 states and 25 non-native parrot species that are established in those 23 states. And there's what, 51 states? Out of 50, 50 or 51 states, yeah. We were just discussing D.C., and it looks like D.C. was avoid, was voted to statehood <coughs> for, according to Congress, but the Senate disagrees. Yeah, that that's typical. <laughs> it's been happening for, for years. Yeah. So anyway... Um, there are Quakers that live in Chicago's Hyde Park, which I would think would be too cold for them, except that I also know that Quakers live in upstate New York. They're very good at finding ways to keep warm in the wintertime. Like sneaking into people's houses? Uh, not not actually that. I mean, we were talking really? about how they'll, they'll nest on power lines, which generate a certain amount of heat. Yeah, that's true. But They also tend to rely very heavily on people's bird feeders. Ah, they can sneak into there. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not sneaking. If somebody puts a bird feeder out, it's for birds. Well, true. You could only only legitimately say that somebody was sneaking into it if they were a squirrel. 
Yeah, I, the squirrels feel differently about that. They think that a bird feeder was put up for them. I know, but Jeff Foxworthy feels that if you use Astroglide on the pole of your bird feeder, that it'll keep the squirrels off. I, I don't think it will, but I think they should be he tested. They get on the top. Well, if you put the stuff on the top as well and just completely smother the bird feeder, except for... No, well, then you've got birds slipping off, too, so... Yeah. That's not ideal. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so the team, the team counted 56 distinct parrot species in 43 states, but only 25 of these species showed signs of breeding in 23 different states. The most common species were the Quakers or monk parakeets, the red-crowned Amazon, and the Nanday parakeet, which I didn't even know the Nandays were. Uh, Nanday conure was a factor out there. I knew that the I don't remember if it's the I don't remember if it's the red-headed conure or the mitered conure, cherry-headed conure. That's what cherry-headed. Okay, cherry-headed conures up in up in San Francisco. I knew about those, and I knew that there were some blue crowns up in that area too. But I did not know that the Nanday conures were established. Um, and this article doesn't even go into the fact that we've got peach-faced lovebirds established in Arizona, making nests inside of cactuses that they've chewed out. We used to have a native parrot, and they killed them all. Yeah. Well, uh, we killed them. Carolina parrot? We killed them. Yep. And there was also another one that was a semi-native parrot as well that it it was wiped out here, but it still exists. It's not extinct in its other environment. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, but the, uh, the red-headed Amazons or the red-fronted Amazons they were talking about, there are more of those red-crowned Amazons there are more of them here than there are in their native environment in Mexico. Really? So they're doing quite yeah, well, huh? There are more of them in California. That's a bird, though. That that I mean, potentially, I, I know that they consider it an a, you know a non-native species, but if it's from Mexico, it could it could have migrated up here on its own. It could have, and it's you know they're considering these to be escaped pets, but. Any of the any of the South American species could have given sufficient reason migrated up here. Sure. Now they didn't mention green cheek conures, but you know that you don't see green cheek conures unless they want you to see them. <clears throat> but Burmese pythons are not native. That is true. No pythons are not native. <laughs> well, some Burmese pythons, I'm assuming, come from Burma. Yes. Oh, so so if Burmese pythons come from Burma, where do ball pythons come from? Purity balls. Ball pythons actually come. Hmm. Good point. <laughs> Madagascar. I don't know. If you want to call it Madagascar, sure. I, don't, I have Whatever no idea. Western Central Africa. That's there what I go. thought. But I just had to look it up to make sure. I, I imagine that the Burmese python is in more than just Burma. I, I mean, it's probably yeah. does pretty well in multiple places in Africa. Where do carpet pythons come from? If you know, for if, if mm-hmm. you know. Well, I will tell you this: you won't find them in my apartment except on the stairs. So. <laughs> what about trouser snakes? are from basically uh, jungle and grassy marshes of the of Southeast Asia. Right, but you don't find them in carpets. Know. That's my point. You know, hell, I don't even know where walnuts come from. All I know is I keep finding them on the floor. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> but anyway, I just, I found this really interesting that we've got all these different populations of, of birds. And, you know, in general, people people in the United States like having parrots as an established as an established species here we like having parrots in the environment so they get 
even though they're not protected because they're non-native species, they're protected because people like them being here. Except the Quakers. They, uh, the ones in Chicago, there was one mayor who really, really liked having them. And when he left, when he left office, the city decided they were going to get rid of them. And uh, the rest of the city said, no, you're not going to get rid of them. I think the Quakers, though, they... They do go and, and take down the nests. I mean, I... Uh, Quakers, there's, in, in Pennsylvania, which is kind of ironic considering that's where human Quakers live, but in, in Pennsylvania, they actually have a kill on site or for Quakers. Mm-hmm. But so even, I don't... If you, even, if they're, even if they are people's pets, they can't be, they can't go through Pennsylvania. Right, but I don't think that a Quaker is going to kill a Quaker on site. I'm just saying. Probably not. Probably not. They would probably feed them over. <laughs> All right. Can we talk about mass real quick? Let's 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 talk about Matt because I mean, of course, I think it's a big issue right now. Okay. Uh, let me let me actually just mention one more thing. Okay. It's not an article. It's in here. I just had uh, I had fun yesterday. I went up to Wild Birds Unlimited. That's up the street from us. Yep, I know it. They had a, they had a raptor rescue and. They had a broad-winged hawk, a red-tailed hawk, a saw-wet owl, and a turkey vulture. And three of the four, three of the four creatures that were there were car versus bird, and not releasable. But or they all the ones they had there were not releasable. But um, three of them were car versus bird. But they were, yeah. The turkey vulture was a beautiful creature. They're gorgeous. Yeah, we have a we have a bunch. We I think we have two different types of vultures down here in color or in Texas. Uh, I see them all the time, you know, eating stuff on the side of the road and stuff like that. Yeah, and the next thing you're going to say is that they're they're bigger than Colorado turkey vultures. I uh, I, I don't know. They might be. They're pretty big. They're they're pretty damn big. Anyway, so right, so go on with what you were. Yeah. Doing. So you go on. um, so there there people are talking about the um. You know, a, a lot of different information going around about mass, and th- in fact, there's so much out there that it's kind of it's ha- kind of hard to keep up. And, and finding good sources, I, I think, is kind of difficult. So, the, here's the thing: is that um, are neck gators uh, worse at COVID nineteen transmission than um, uh, foregoing a mask altogether? So there, there's the so there's so by neck gators we're talking about like uh things like uh bandanas worn over the face and stuff like, like uh, that yeah the, and the athletes and they they only tested fleece neck gators they only tested one type of neck gator um when when they did the test and so this research was coming out of where's the research from um i'm not sure i forget where they got the research from but anyway it's going around people are talking about it that there's a there's a couple of problems with the way that the research is being portrayed not not so much the research itself, but number one, the research only tested um, one type of fleece neck gaiter, and I guess it's the one that the athletes are wearing. And what they <coughs> what, um see see bandanas as well as as a fleece neck gaiter, which they said were ineffective. And what they said is that um, particles larger larger particles would get aerosolized through it, so it's thin enough that it will break the particles up. And from that, people extrapolated that. That it was a, that it would be a more effective way to spread COVID, the the COVID virus. Problem is that isn't tested. We have no way. To, we have no way to know that whatsoever. What they think it's a strainer. Well, essentially, yeah. They're saying that that it's well, thin uh, enough. All, all masks work work kind of as a strainer, right? They don't uh, prevent uh, the water molecules. Not from getting completely. Out. They just them down. Right, but but what they're saying is that the mo- 
but the molecules that do get out from some of these other masks are larger and are more likely to, to hit the floor. And the concern is with the, with the, um, the gators is that it'll aerosolize and might be able to float in the air for longer. But, yeah, I mean, that is, that is kind of a concern. Like, I've heard, like, that there are certain ways that uh, they can get aerosolized, like, uh, right. singing, but apparently. Right, but it would need it. to be tested in order to say it. And, and, and part of what I think they're getting at is that we need to be very careful about what we're saying because people are extrapolating in ways that aren't necessarily reasonable. But And so what they found is that, of course, the best mask is an N95 mask that straps around the head and that... Um, if it straps over it went, uh, the loop over the ears are less effective. And so they, they specifically, they said that the loops over the ears and they, and, and here's the thing, these were tested by one man and one woman. And I think that the, the loops over the ears were like 47% effective for the, for the man and 33% effective for the woman. Um, and that, it, that you get much more effectiveness when they go, when the bands go around the head that, so basically I, but they probably fit tighter. Is probably the reason for that, um, but in the end, what? Um, oh, that's a different. I'm. I'm. Nope, that's not true. That's not from this. That's from my next article. Um, where so basically, this one, the the N95 was best. Then the surgical mask. Then a, then a home mask. And the neck getters that were the concern was that they that they that they might aerosolize it and make it worse. But there's no way to know that for sure. They're going to stop right, some, but, uh, but I, I think to. I think maybe it's a good idea to advise if you've got something other than a neck gator, you know, do that. It's probably best, right? Either way, it's, yeah. it's probably the best way to go. But we can't say that it's worse than not wearing a mask at all, and it's probably not. I mean, it's probably going to catch some droplets, right? The but the question is that mm-hmm. the droplets that it doesn't catch is it is it going to make it worse? We don't know. There's mm-hmm. no way to know that for sure. I the bottom line is that the masks are not they're not perfect. But they're a measure of protection. No, and that's in, like right. degrees. Okay, so and so my next my my next article um, talks about N95 masks versus surgical masks. So they looked at these two because because <clears throat> we're we're seeing a lot of these. And so what they found was that the N95 mask was was by was more effective than the surgical mask. Okay, that that kind of goes okay. without saying. But what Good they question, also Brian. Okay. Why why are they called N95 masks? So it has to do with the with the amount of particles that they block, and the and the N95 mask was found to block 96.8 percent of particles when worn properly. So, I knew that. I just thought it, I thought we. Yeah. No. Okay, that that's good. Yeah. Absolutely. But it but there is a difference in effectiveness whether the straps go around the head or loop over the ears. And once again, when the, when the loops go around the head, they are more effective. So what this says that. Um, uh, so this was one male participant, one female participant, and the male participant. This is the loops over the ears with the surgical mask. That it was about forty percent effective at, uh, at blocking particles, and for the female volunteer, it was twenty-seven. So obviously, going around the ears, it's a fitting issue, and if it goes around the head, it's much more. It's much better. The surgical mask tied around the head did much better, blocking seventy-two percent of particles. So that so that's pretty good. The N95 masks that go around the head, of course, best. The ones that don't work. I have these ones that have a vent on the front, and it's good when I inhale, but when I exhale, it blocks nothing. Yeah. So, so the the most effective way to do this is <coughs> the bottom line was that that the surgical mask is fine. Yeah, even I guess if, it, if you only want to protect yourself. Right. Exactly. If you only want to protect yourself. Actually, the worst ones are the ones that are made out of of mesh or macrame. Okay. That well, that but well, just according to this information that I've got here. I, yeah, I, I'm not including any any other masks, but. Nisha and Grandma don't make me one. 
Well, I mean, so the homemade masks are okay. They're they're fine. You don't have to wear an N95 mask because the the bottom line here is that yeah, the crocheted ones he means. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah. but you could put a filter. You could you could put a filter in them. You could. And then and then I mean, then like you, even if you if you're if you're doing a homemade mask, you probably just shouldn't just do a bandana over your face. No, you, you no, 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 no. You want to put some layers in that. Yeah, Get but, a fucking mask. I mean, but at the same time, there's been a very very um, you know well documented study about uh, as far as facial covering goes about how well a, a, a well cared for mustache will block uh, COVID nineteen droplets. Yeah, that that's not true. Well. <laughs> You're right. That's not true. <laughs> um, not that there's been a well documented study. So, but here's the thing: that the the best, the best, the the most effective way to 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 prevent this was for the doctor to be wearing a mask, and for for um for the patient to wear a mask. When both people wore masks, you you did better off, no matter what 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 you were wearing. Essentially, in this study, between the two, mm-hmm. um, the other the other thing that this study found is that reusing the mask is okay. So. They found that ones that had been used or sanitized in some way still were still blocked just as effectively um, as a new mask, and, and expired ones still worked just as well as um, uh, as as a new mask. And I think the issue there is that they were concerned. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, because um, the N95 mask part of what part of the way that it works is a static charge, and I think that there was a concern that the static charge might wear off and and, and make them um, less effective over time. Um, if you sanitize them with gamma rays, then they became just an N9, uh, an N35 mask, and and yeah, and, and, and it actually, get angry. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, but no, but it actually, it actually made them less effective. But I think, it, I think that what they're saying is that you know, if they get moist, it's a problem. But I guess that if once they dry out, you can use them again. So with gamma rays. So no, you don't have to use the gamma rays. In fact, some of these were sterilized with hydrogen peroxide, and. Of course, hydrogen peroxide. Why would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. That's not going to kill anything. Well, I, uh, actually, the deal with hydrogen peroxide is it kills things too well. Hydrogen peroxide can can sterilize things, but it does more tissue damage than you know benefits. Yeah. Well, they say not to put it on cuts and stuff not, anymore, right? That's I mean, why you're not supposed to put it on cuts, though. Yeah. Okay. Is because it does tissue damage. Uh, so both expired mass and mass. Um, that were sterilized still still uh, are still worth using in in healthcare settings. So for home use, even even more especially, right? If everybody right. if if everybody wear a, will wear a mask, we, we can we can block ninety nine percent of the virus. Is what it's saying. I think that's that's what this said. Yeah. So wear a fucking mask, and it uh, can't and go under your nose. This is why I haven't been able to take the birds out since this whole thing started. Can't get them to wear the mask. I can't, well, they don't have ears. <laughs> they do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to. Go, well, wait. You get to get straps that go around the head. That's more effective anyway. Yeah, I, I, I can't afford the band aids it would take to put that on. <laughs> well, <laughs> you might need stitches if you tried to do that to, to to some of these birds. Yeah, I pretty much guarantee you would. <laughs> anyway, if people will wear masks, even if they're not the best mask. If both if both parties are wearing a mask, the transmission rate drops significantly. Even if it's an airborne virus, it, 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 it's I mean, it, and we're seeing more and more research, you know, that points this way. This 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 document that I'm looking at right here from Business Insider has some severe limitations, and in, in that it was only one man and one woman. But I think what we can extrapolate from here is that fit has a lot to do with the effectiveness of the mask. 
Well, and they also didn't, they didn't check all the possible masks because they didn't test a plague doctor mask. That's, that's true. True. They went up. <laughs> but also you have to think of it in the way that when doctors work on a patient, they are wearing a mask to make sure that the mo as much of spill or anything from their face does not get into the incision. Yeah. Masks are made for a reason. They may not be 100% perfect, but if they're 80%, that's 80% better than what you have when you don't wear a mask. So, uh, yeah. So, I heard that the plague doctor mask actually wasn't uh, worn during the Black Death, and I'm heartbroken. That is true. It was, it came, it was several years after that during a plague that, um, that it came to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm disappointed by that, too. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's another piece of history gone for me. First was the thing that the coyote actually runs faster than the Roadrunner in real life. Now, plague doctor masks. <laughs> Being um, in life is not fair. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's where we should end it. Unless there's anything else we you have to it? do, we're done. Put it in the canister. Well, yes, we'll put it in the canister. Yep, we'll put it in the canister and let let parrots nest on it. All right. Say good night, everybody. Well, if you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time you're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. You could always roast us in a voicemail at 720-295-7785. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons, share alike, no derivatives, 3.5 license. So, hand it to an unsuspecting friend, but please just don't change the content. Intro music by Peter Kennold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash PKANOL. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.